Well, greetings there. Thanks for joining me for this uh, Real Life Church podcast. Uh, This is another episode of the podcast in which we're going through the New City Catechism. The New City Catechism, again, is a series of 52 questions and answers. It's a new resource, I mean, relatively new, modern anyways. I think it was put together in 2017. Um, and it's a it's a shorter catechism. Some some of the older ones, like the Westminster uh, Shorter uh, Confession of Faith, and um, have many more questions. This is limited to 52, uh, so you can get through it in about a year if you take one a week, and that's what we're doing. So in this podcast, I'm just offering a bit of commentary for each of the questions um, that are part of this catechism. So we're and we're going to look at question 47 in this episode. Question 47 asks this, does the Lord's Supper add anything to Christ's atoning work? The answer, no, Christ died once for all. The Lord's Supper is a covenant meal celebrating Christ's atoning work, as it is also a means of strengthening our faith as we look to him and a foretaste of the future feast. But those who take part in unrepent, with, excuse me, with unrepentant hearts eat and drink judgment on themselves. So, what can be added to an already perfect sacrifice? I hope the answer is clear. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. The sacrifice of Jesus Christ was already sufficient, already complete. The final words of Jesus on the cross, according to uh, John's gospel, were the words, it is finished, paid in full. In other words, the price of our redemption had been paid in full. There was nothing left to pay. There's nothing more to be done. So the Lord's Supper, this dramatization of the body and blood of Christ broken and poured out for his people must never be seen as somehow supplementing something lacking in the atoning work of Jesus. Never. May it never be. Jesus Christ died once for all. In the Lord's Supper, we celebrate what the Lord Jesus Christ has accomplished. We celebrate what he has done. We remember what he has done on our behalf. And of course, this is a means of strengthening our faith and, of course, a foretaste of the future feast. Uh, Revelation calls it the marriage supper of the Lamb. Now, one reason why this question is important for us to think about is because of the Roman Catholic understanding of what they call the Eucharist. We call it communion or Lord's Supper. They often call it the Eucharist. Now, let's face it, there are many professing Roman Catholics and there are many of the many many who have come out of Roman Catholicism. So the Roman Catholic understanding is that during the mass there is a ritual that takes place and the ritual is basically the priest prayers prays something called the prayer of consecration. And at this time the miracle of transubstantiation takes place where the bread or the wafer and the wine become the real body and blood of Jesus. And Jesus Christ is sacrificed again and again and again on the altar. Now, this is not just troubling. It's blasphemous. It's blasphemous. It is a, in, in, in the Mass, during the prayer of consecration, during the, the Eucharist part of the Mass, Roman Catholics are 
essentially saying, now many of them don't know what's going on, but certainly the priests and the hierarchy of the Roman Catholic Church, they are saying that Christ's sacrifice was not sufficient. However, the New Testament makes it abundantly clear that Jesus Christ offered up himself as an atoning sacrifice once for all. The book of Hebrews labors to make this point over and over again. By one sacrifice, he is able to save to the uttermost. He gave up himself once for all. Over and over again, the book of Hebrews labors to make this point. And far from being just a matter of theological nitpicking, this truth is our life. This is a truth that ought to give us incredible encouragement, a deep hope, and a great boldness. Right? Think about it. It gives us great encouragement because he died for our sins once for all. How can that be undone? It can't be. It gives us great hope because who can bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died, Romans 8 says. And it gives us great boldness because we know that God is for us now and forever. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Jesus Christ truly bore our sins in his body on the tree once for all. He's removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. He's buried them in the bottomless ocean such that he remembers them no more. This is a glorious truth. This is our life. The Lord's Supper, therefore, is a ceremony of remembrance and celebration of the completed sufficient atonement Christ made once for all. So, does the Lord's Supper add anything to Christ's atoning work? Well, the short answer is no, period. But the longer answer is no. Christ died once for all. The Lord's Supper is a covenant meal celebrating Christ's atoning work as it is also a means of strengthening our faith as we look to him and a foretaste of the future feast. But those who take part with unrepentant hearts eat and drink judgment on themselves. The scripture that goes with question and answer 47 is 1 Peter 3.18 makes this so abundantly clear, all that we've been talking about. It says this, for Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. I love that. Well, until next time, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Spirit be with you.